So what the hell is wrong with you that it's 90 degrees outside and you're wearing pants? That's what I, I wanted. It's know. it's what I saw when I was getting ready this morning. I had like my my golf shorts and stuff, but uh, I wore those last week when I came over here, so I didn't want to like put on the golf attire. So I wanted something a little more comfortable. I hate this time of year. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's <laughs> miserable. Like there's no comfort. You're either in the house where it's like you got to rack your AC going, mm-hmm. and then you're just like this is costing me a ton of money, so you turn it off, and then you sweat like six minutes later. Yeah. I hate this state so much. And usually, usually the wrestling's bad this time of year, too. Well, I mean, yeah. Usually. But this week, not so much. Not, yeah, not so much. I um, I was actually really excited to talk about it this week. It's I been a too. while. Uh, and, and top to bottom, like, uh, I thought Raw all the way th- and SmackDown all the way through were pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fighter Fest was Fighter Fest was good. Was good. I had some critiques, but yeah. I thought it was it was a pretty good week. And then... Saturday, G1 starts. Yeah. So here we mm-hmm. go. It's G- Yeah, G1 starts Saturday, and then the week after that is Fight for the Fallen and Extreme Rules. So it's just cranking. Yeah, and and good stuff right now. We'll see yeah. if, they, if it holds up. So sure. where, did, where did you want to start I this week, then? Probably chronological order. Start with Fighter Fest. Okay. Well, uh, I want to <clears throat> hear what you thought. You let me have the open on uh, the last WWE pay-per-view, so I want to hear what you think of Fighter Fest. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I I actually um, maybe because like except for the women's match, I think every match had at least someone I knew, someone I was familiar with, so that played a part in it. But I just for me, I enjoyed it and the length. I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Double or Nothing personally. Hmm. Um. So, but you know, I really I really liked it. I watched it uh, Monday. Uh, yeah, Monday while the. Uh, the guy was here tearing our bathroom up. So, um, I only watched. You mean physically tearing physically, your bathroom yes. up? Not some random guy yes. just using your yeah. crap or. Okay. Yeah. Yes, All exactly. Right. Physically tearing our bathroom up. Yes. <laughs> um, I didn't. So it was weird. Uh, so they don't have the buy in on the BR app. Yeah, so that. I said I had some critiques. I, I didn't like that if you went to the Bleacher Report site and watched it. You missed three matches, uh-huh. and because um, on the I, advertisement it said, you yeah. know, like WWE does, it's like their kickoff shows are on YouTube and Facebook, blah blah blah, but it's also on the network. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I assumed that okay, well, even though I'm watching it a couple days later, like especially because I'm watching it a couple days later, the buy-in should definitely should be, all be there, should a all nice be package, there. Yeah. and it wasn't. Yeah, so I had to go back, and I didn't even watch. I didn't watch the other two. The only match I watched was the. The triple threat tag from the buy. I skipped it. I, if, so. if it wasn't in the package, I wasn't mm-hmm. going to go search it out. I do, would recommend watching. I've heard it. I've heard it's good. And maybe I'll go back and tag. watch it. But um, yeah, that was one of my critiques. Is like if you're going to present tag team wrestling as this super important thing, and you're going to put a, a stipulation on this match, mm-hmm. it probably should have been on the main card. And if it's not, you should make it very easy to find, like on your platform that you're advertising mm-hmm. your show. on. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. I think, uh, and I, you know, I get it. They wanted, they wanted to make sure they had a women's match on the main card. If it was me, I would have flip flopped those two matches. I would have put the the women's triple threat on the pre show, and put the triple threat tag on the main show because I thought it was a, the better match. Mm-hmm. So, and you want to put your, you know, you want to put all your best matches on the main show. That's what, that's what I would think. Yeah, <laughs> or if they want to have a women's match on the main card, I I can make the argument that the four way. 
could have been on the the buy-in with mm-hmm. Paige and MJF and stuff because sure. that didn't have any it real estate. Right. I mean, I know they're they're having uh, Sapien f- fight the winner, mm-hmm. but what is? I mean, he's well, and I think the fact that uh, Hangman did a chance to wrestle in a singles match at Double or Nothing. He's going to be the the other the other guy, quote unquote, in the in the title match at out all out. Yeah, no. They I, want to make sure he's on the main show. I get it, but if, if yeah. to me, if, if you're so hell bent on the women's match, and uh, that leads to my other critique, that women's match was really bad. Nyla Rose looked amazing. The mm-hmm. other two, Riho looked okay. Yeah, but that the Sakazaki. Yeah. She's she's just not she's not ready for prime it, it time. Was, it was a lot of the other two waiting around for her moves to develop. Yeah, she's not ready for prime time. Just um, not there yet. And, and, I, and she's slow and plotting, and mm-hmm. you can tell she's like she knows how to do some stuff, but she doesn't know how to do it fluidly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I I was uh, I was com- not confused, but you know, the lead up to Double or Nothing, you know, the focus was on Nyla Rose and, you know, how much of a monster she is. Well, then at Double or Nothing, they brought in an even bigger monster to overshadow her. Uh, so then you put her in the ring with the two smaller ladies, and for the first half of the match, she dominated. And yeah. it was like, okay, I see. And then, you know, they started telling this, well, she's complacent. St-. I'm like, I guess you could tell that story if you want to. That's not the story I would tell. I would just let her go in and just, because she's really good. She's really good, um, but I think they're also trying to slow it with the whole transgender thing. I don't. Well, no, I like, know. Yeah, I, I wonder if they're trying to slow it to like not make you know the the. I could see, but see, they're not even mentioning like they're not going full WWE with it. Like right, WWE right. would be like punching you in the face with the fact sure, that she's transgender. Sure, but but I think subtly they're trying to avoid pushing her to the top. And then having people like, well, it's only because she used to be a dude. Because you know wrestling fans, like, that's going to... It's already kind of come up. I don't know right. if you heard it double or nothing. Like, some fans got thrown out of the arena because they were chanting stuff at her. And right. making comments. And, mm-hmm. like, not like not cool at right. all. So I yeah. think they're... Um, but I also think, too, that's a really good way to um, introduce this big character and give her a vulnerability. Because based on size alone, none of those girls should, right. should touch her. So if you I make just, it... I just think you run the risk of... If she's, you know, getting beat by all these smaller, you know, first she's overshadowed by someone bigger and then she's getting beat by two smaller, like, you're going to reach a point where you're not going to be able to go back and, like, present, like, look at the problems they have with the big, sh- they've had with the or big Or Nia show. Jax. Or Nia Jax. Well, so I think that, I think the logical flip of that is awesome. Kong becomes a mentor and is, like, gets a hold of her and is, like, this is what you have to do to be a monster and develops mm-hmm. that character for yeah. her. Um, just because they, I, I mean, Britt Baker wasn't on the show. Mm-hmm. Brandy still hasn't wrestled. Right. Like they have a lot of women they're trying to build up. At least mm-hmm. they're trying to give a story and an identity to each person that's on yeah. the show, as opposed to Raw, where they're just like, Mandy Rose is here. Mm-hmm. She's gonna wrestle for ninety seconds. Yeah. Remember Ember Moon? She's great. She does that awesome. Yeah. Uh, move from the top rope. Okay, bye. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh. The other critique that that I had, uh, they've got they've got to find um, a solid third member for their booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think that Golden Boy guy 
added much. I, See, I, I, I didn't I, like him. I, I really liked him. I liked him a lot better than I liked Alex Marvez. I, I, he was better than, than Marvez, but I, I still don't think, like, there was a, a fluidity and a, a uh, chemistry with, mm-hmm. with Excalibur and Jim Ross, mm-hmm. and then when he would get involved, it just seemed a little forced and awkward. Yeah, well, I mean, and he's he's not a pro wrestling commentator, so that's probably... Which is probably why I'm like, get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to present this as a pro wrestling product, I want to... not have all our announcers have some sort of gimmick? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, JR's isn't isn't a gimmick. He's wore a cowboy hat for thirty years. No, no, no. I know, but you like on one side of him, you got a guy wearing a, a lucha mask. On the other side, you got a guy calling himself Golden Boy. Like, I mean, he's Dwayne's buddy, and that was the other thing. Like, they kept bringing up Dwayne yeah. over and over again. Like, yeah, we get it. Your buddy's with the Rock. He's not walking in the door yeah. here. Like, <laughs> don't give people hope the Rock's gonna show up at all out. Shut Wayne up. Johnson is not walking through that door. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll get on Twitter later and it'll be like, Dwayne Johnson is all out. <laughs> so, but uh, other than those uh, critiques, I thought if that's what they're going to present as kind of their filler pay-per-views, mm-hmm. they're going to they're gonna be just fine. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was a great, old, you know, going back to the 90s, that would mm-hmm. been a great in-your-house. Like, mm-hmm. if I paid $20, $25 for that show, I would have felt justified. Yeah. Like, I would have felt like I got my money's mm-hmm. worth. For sure. Uh, I thought Cody Rhodes made Darby Allen look fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you want to, you want to go in order, or you just want to hit? I just want to, okay. we don't need to go match by match. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, that, uh, so the, the the spot where he threw him and he went through the ropes and hit the and ring sp- post. Yeah. Like, that was really cool. Yep. Um, and I liked how commentary's putting over, uh, like, how Cody, sh- you know, Cody really shouldn't have taken this match. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he, he's got to get ready for, for Fight for the Fall and the match against the Bucks, you know, and stuff like that. So I really liked that. Um... And then, like, you, I love it when they when you work a body part, and the way that Darby worked on Cody's hand and his wrist was really good. I really liked that a lot. Um, and Cody sold it well too. Yeah, he didn't just like he didn't just shake the hand like he made it so that mm-hmm. like he demonstrated that like, oh man, this is bothering me. I can't mm-hmm. do all the stuff I usually do. Um, I don't want to be that guy. Uh, the coffin drop on the edge of the ring was <laughs> stupid. Like. <laughs> like it was impressive, but I'm like, dude, what are you like? He's going for something. I, I like. I, I don't know. know. It just made me go. Ugh. I liked it. I thought, because um, if you're looking at Darby Allen, there's a lot of people who are like, who is this guy? He's go. He's got a chance to beat Cody Rhodes, an established star. He's he's pulling out all the stops. He does this every match. I'm gonna be right there with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, but him doing that as like a, I'm I'm just gonna go for it. I've mm-hmm. got to do something to try to win, or at least get people to recognize me. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind it as right. much. Right. Um. I really like the time limit draw. So did I. Uh. That was. It's it's a way of not beating either guy without having a stupid double count out or a disqualification or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. So I re- I really enjoyed that. Especially when you play into it that like. Cody had a brutal match, a double or nothing. They're saying, like, he's probably not ready for this match. Um, and you establish that this Darby Allen kid is, like, he's he's got the fighting heart of a I champion. Think, I think they were a little transparent with it, the way they were kind of. But, I mean, that's just a nitpick. Like, that's not a big deal. I, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, and then Sean Spears comes out and wallops Cody upside the head with a chair. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I know there was a lot of like, do we really need unprotected chair shots? Yeah, I'm in that camp. I, it's, it's uncomfortable. Like knowing what we know, it's uncomfortable. Like, yeah, but it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. It's art. <sighs> There's a difference between art, but like, I don't get, like the chair was gimmick. He still ended up having to have ten state. Like, did he? Or are they really smart about using some Hollywood techniques to make it look like he had a gash in his head? I mean, I saw... I mean... Dude, Hollywood prop... I mean, you get a really good Hollywood makeup artist. You can... I mean, they do it on every TV show that uses that stuff. They they do it all the time. Because if you look at where he got hit in the head... Mm-hmm. Where he got hit in the head and where the gashes in his head are two completely different spots. So either he landed on the mat and ripped his head open... Or they right. were really smart about keeping the camera off Cody, but it gets the blood spot there. I don't know. I uh, maybe. I just I don't know. Just the I don't like uh chair shots to the head in twenty nineteen. Yeah, whatever. I just don't you don't need it. I don't like watching grown men get thrown into barbed well, I didn't think I liked watching grown men go into barbed wire and then I watched Janella and Moxley and I'm mm-hmm. like Oh, that's brutal, but that was awesome. So, yeah, but there's a like, there's a difference. Is there though? Yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You're talking so. about brain damage down the road. As They're a, all gonna be brain. Da- I mean, it's pro wrestling. Dude. I know, but like anything you can do to try and limit, like you should do. Like I get. It. I do think that chair was gimmick too. Mm-hmm. He though, like the way he hit him and the way that thing bent immediately mm-hmm. and again where he hit him in the head and where the gash was i i think they're doing a really good job of convincing people of something that mm-hmm. um hey good for them yeah uh, i i don't think it i don't think it was as bad as, as um i'm interested to see what the story they tell going forward you know obviously it looks like the two of them are up, set for a collision course at all out mm-hmm. you would imagine so uh, seems to seems like uh, from what I've seen so far, it seems like uh, Sean is uh, offended that he was called "quote unquote" a good hand by right. Cody in one of the episodes of Road to Whatever. Double or nothing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm not really like you know me. I'm not a huge Cody guy in terms of his ring work and Dillinger. Right. And the WWE was a, was a gimmick, and I don't. I don't see him overcoming the the perfect ten thing. But right. if you're gonna do it, this is a like this sure. is about the only way you can. Yeah, turn turn heel, beat up a you know one of the guys. Yeah, you know who's you know Cody is is as much as he wants to distance himself from it. Cody is a in a lot of ways the Triple H of AEW, mm-hmm. where he tries a lot of times to play the heel, but because. He brought, you know, he was one of the ones that brought AEW. He brought all in. Like, he was part of that. This all started like, because of his ego. Right. So, much like, you know, Triple H with NXT, people have a hard time booing him. Like, it's the same thing. So oh, I get it. So, yeah. No, I... I if you're gonna if you're gonna get away from the the perfect ten thing, this is this is about the best way you're gonna be able to. So, is go in the complete opposite direction. Mm-hmm. So, um, love the six man tag. It was just, it's just fun. Every, yeah, like every time I start to be like, man, I wonder if the Bucks are just going to go out there and do the same old, same old. Even if they do, it's still really good. And like them coming out dressed like the Street Fighter guys and just having fun. And I'm glad that they, the announcer, like, because I'm not a big video game guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that they, they weren't like, 
condescending about it, but they're like, hey, so here's what this is, just in case you don't know. Yeah. Uh, having Justin Roberts say round one fight was great. Just, yeah, just uh, having fun. Would have been it. even better if it was a two out of three false match. <laughs> yeah. But, eh. Um, do you think a Laredo Kid spot was supposed to be Pac? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that was absolutely what it was supposed to be. Um, and he still wants to be the top draw on the fifth best promotion in Japan. Yeah. So whatever, good mm-hmm. for him. Um, I, and I, I was, it's funny because I, I wasn't thinking about him in that spot. Uh, but I thought about Pac this morning and I was just kind of like, I don't even want him to show up. Like based on what I've seen so far, I don't think they need no. Pac to show up now. No. Good. Let him let him play top dog in Dragon Gate. Yeah, I'm. They'll bring him in eventually because mm-hmm. you know indie fans have were really excited for it, and uh, I don't I don't think they need him. No. So no. let someone else get that spot. Uh, I really liked. Uh, they did a, all six of them really creative with more spots. Mm-hmm. That thing at the end with with Nick and uh, was it Ray or Phoenix the the. Spanish fly to the outside. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. Just yeah. mind-blowing and uh, good stuff. Yeah, and I imagine it's, <laughs> it's a hard in a match like that because there are so many moving parts. But this is the match where I noticed the, the, the camera miscues the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned that Spanish fly. Uh, right before that, uh, Matt was set up on the outside with, I don't know who. One, one for a melter driver. For a melter driver on the floor. And... You could tell, like, someone was attacking Nick on the inside of the ring to stop it. But they just kept the camera on Matt holding the guy from the Meltzer driver. And they you, so you never saw what happened to yeah. break it up. <clears throat> um, I think Laredo Kid missed the spot. Because if you watch it, because you can see Nick in the ring. Mm-hmm. And he's just standing there waiting and mm-hmm. waiting and waiting. And there were a couple times in that match where Phoenix and uh, Laredo Kid were too busy... Um, playing to the crowd, and like there was one spot in particular. I think it was mm-hmm. it was it might have been Pentagon actually was <laughs> face towards the crowd and throwing his arms up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can see Nick is like waiting for him to turn around and do a super kick that was supposed to be a sequence, yeah. and it threw everyone else off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably do, too busy doing the zero Fiero yeah. gimmick that he has yeah. to do thirty times a match. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, but no, it was it was just a, just a fun, you know, any like like we said, we've talked about anytime the young bucks are in the in the ring, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's 15 20 minutes of just pure just athleticism, fun. Mm-hmm. So, it was great. Uh before we get to the main event, uh I want to go back to the the Fatal 4-Way. I thought that was a really good match. Uh again, MJF on the mic before the match was just Best part of the whole show to me? Fantastic. And he was like, I love playing video games too, and then I lost my virginity. And they cut that nerdy kid in the... Yes! I don't know if they paid that guy to let them do it. (laughs) That was my favorite part of the whole show. I I died. And I I even took the computer out and showed the wife. I was like, check this out. She was just, oh my god. Yeah. So, they, they definitely found the perfect guy to, to, to cut to. When he no, they probably that. had a whole audience because well, CEO was going on. Yeah, but. but still, it was, uh, um, but yeah. <laughs> and then he busted out a Pencil Neck Geeks reference. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the uh, the whole line about the, the mother whose basement you live in, that was that's the one that I was laughing. I was laughing for five minutes on that yeah. one. Um, but yeah, I think it did a good job of... Uh, 
Not so much. I thought Jimmy Havoc kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit in this one. Uh, but I thought Jungle Boy had a real good uh, showing that whatever that was he did on the outside off the ring post. The was, cannonball. Yeah. Salt, yeah. It usually looks a lot better, but it's, he, he uh, I don't know what happened when he went for the rotation. His foot got mm-hmm. caught, but I've seen him do it before, and it usually looks a lot cooler. I still thought it looked yeah, okay. I was going to say, I mean, if it's if that's a bad one, I would really like to see a good yeah. one because that was really cool. I like the whole Luchasaurus yes. carrying him out. Yes. Um, it was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's clearly not someone who's going to be like a star star, but he could very well fit like a mid-card gimmick mm-hmm. role where people will, yeah. hey, who's the guy with the, the dinosaur? And he, he, Jungle Boy, yeah, yeah. I like him. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had Kip Sabian out there on commentary, which served virtually no purpose because he didn't say He a barely word. said anything. <laughs> He was just like, oh, I'm here to get a, an up close look, and then occasionally he'd be like, oh yeah, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, but anyways, um, so then the main event, which okay, again, I'm just gonna nitpick for a little bit. Not a huge deal. They went out of their way to have Justin Roberts go. Okay, after the six man tag, this is the end of the show. Technically, yeah. <laughs> but we have another match that's mm-hmm. unsanctioned. You know, blah blah blah, and then was, the lights are going to go out, and then when they come back on, we'll be. Re- I th- I think if they wa- really wanted to uh, to drive that home and to actually make it mean something, they should have left the Tron off, like the whole stage lighting. Yeah, like, they should have just left that dark. Had each guy come out. I mean, if you want to have them come out to music still, that's fine. But I wouldn't even play a video. Like, yeah, no, I I can agree with that. So uh, it, it felt it, it just. It didn't feel like it um, meant anything different. Yeah, exactly. It looked like it looked like the same show. Yeah. So just say, hey, it's a no rules hardcore match and call it good. Yeah. You know. But uh, that being said, ouch. That's, that's pretty much all I got. I to mean, say. he Moxley. I wondered if he was gonna jump right in, and he didn't hold back. He's there doing all the crazy shit he used to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> but. I, I gotta imagine Renee was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I I was like, I wonder if she even watched it. If she's just like, "No, I don't, I don't need to see it." Yeah. But I mean, he's he's falling on barbed wire. Mm-hmm. He's falling on razor blades. They got the thumbtacks out mm-hmm. there. He's going through. Table. I really liked that for the most part. Uh, whoever introduced the uh, weapon usually was the one that ended up suffering the fate of that weapon. Yeah. Uh, like, he was the first... I believe he was the first one to get hit by the chair-wrapped in barbed wire. Uh, no, because he laid it on Janela and stomped on That's him. right. Okay. But still, like... Any, anything Janela brought out, he usually ended up being the the, uh, the Death Valley driver over the top rope onto the, the barbed wire board. Yeah. Like, his... Janela's facial expressions were the highlight of the match. They, well... Uh, Moxley was really good too, but like especially the thumbtacks mm-hmm. uh, with the atomic drop. Oh, shoeless. That, that's the, that's the like that one is the one that got me. Like he, I was fine the whole way through, but as soon as he dropped him feet first in the thumbtacks, I'm like, ah! yeah. Well, and then he holds his feet up, and you can see them like yeah. it's a pin cushion. He's yeah. just like, oh yeah. Did you notice on the three count what happened with one of the thumbtacks? Uh-uh. Ref hits the mat, one, two, three. One of the thumbtacks goes in the air and lands in Moxley's mouth, and then he spits it out as soon as he sits up. 
Like, you could see... I saw go- him spit it out, but I didn't see where... Yeah, it, yeah, it, it popped up in the air and landed in his mouth. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, and then, you know, Omega comes out at the mm-hmm. end. Um, payback for Come Double or Nothing. And, and just when you think he's done, he comes back out with mm-hmm. a trash can. I, I really like that. That yeah. Omega's not just... Um, yeah, almost like he did with Jericho. Like, mm-hmm. he's not going to take it lying down. Yeah. I Just... If you went into that match thinking, man, these guys are going to destroy each other, I don't know how you could watch it and say it was disappointing. Mm. They went all out. I think mm-hmm. it made Janela look like a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Moxley's going to win that match. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think Janela looked Mm-mm. bad at all. It really established him. If you've heard about this guy and you're like, I wonder what he's all about, mm-hmm. there's your Mick Foley. Yeah. There's your guy that's going to do the crazy stuff. Yeah. He can't do it every month, mm-hmm. but... Every three, four months in a really big spot, he can do something crazy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, great show. Like I said, if it yeah. was if it was something I paid 20, 25 bucks for, I'd have been happy. And if this is going to be their in-between, mm-hmm. how their shows go, they're going to be just fine. Yeah. Yep. And now they got a quick turnaround to Fighter Fest next weekend. And they've already got a few matches announced for that. So Yeah, and I'm not expecting that to be as much of a wrestling show storyline-wise. Because it's really a benefit for right. gun violence victims and stuff like that. I don't think you're going to see a lot of storyline. Maybe you will, but I, think I, I don't, th- I don't I think, think you're going to see Because at the lot. end of the like, you still got to, like, you're still a company trying to, like, you, it's good that you're doing this for charity, but at the same time, you still have to use it to your advantage as well to, to build traction. Lead, you know, you're still got a few months till your DV, TV yeah. kicks in. Yeah. Jericho's going to be there. Right. Um, yeah, they've got the the Rhodes brothers versus the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Young Bucks promo video about um, when they were in the back? Yeah, they've been doing it for the last couple of weeks. Ever did, since Double or Nothing, they've been doing it. Did you see the DT new one where they're covered, covered in, in blood? blood. Yeah. <laughs> like Nick posted it and then Matt underneath wrote chills. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. He's like, I need my brother. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a partner. Yeah. yeah. I need my older brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they've been they've been doing that for the last couple of weeks on on being the elite, and it's been it's been, I laugh because it's it's really good stuff. Yeah. So and I like that they're not uh, the Bucks aren't holding back because it's Cody and yeah. they're clearly in business together. So. Yeah. Well, that was Saturday. That was Saturday, and then Monday, Ross started out hot. Holy shit! Yeah. Apparently, we they can say shit the whole time. They can say shit, and they can give people the bird. That's what I learned this week. Which just makes me even matter that I've spent the last 11 years watching this PG nonsense. Like, I see your point, but didn't it make it, like, mean more, like, you, because they haven't been doing it for the last 11 years? Well, I would say that if you do it every week, it loses its meaning, but that also means for, like, the last decade, they've really missed a boat on using just a little bit more adult stuff to push home... Yeah. And things like I mean, they've done it a couple times, but not nearly as much as, as they could have. Yeah. Like, I think, didn't that Raw we were at when Shane came back, didn't Vince drop an F-bomb or something? Well, that like was that? a mistake, though. You could tell he wasn't supposed to do that, and yeah. then he did it, and it was like, oh, crap. Yeah. yeah it's still. Like, You're going to give me that fucking lockbox. Like, yeah. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I, Bobby Lashley's a guy I give zero... Like, I don't care when he was out there. I wasn't looking forward to the match. When that kicked off the show, I was like, 
Really? This is, is, this is the, how you're going to kick it this off? This is the Heyman start. Like, everyone knows Heyman's here, and this is how we're going to start it. And then it happened. I was like, oh, Heyman's here. <laughs> this is and this I, is what we were waiting before for. Before the spot, though, I was really, like, they started that match out hot. Like, doing athletic moves for big guys like that. Yeah. And, like, it was, I was like, okay, this is cool. And then that, because, so, obviously, our bathroom's all tore up, so... My wife and I, we are busing over to my parents' house to take showers. So, because of that, I got home late, both Monday and Tuesday, which is why I wasn't on our Twitter account at KM Wrestling Pod, live tweeting like I normally am. So, uh, so you texted me, and you're like, "God bless Paul Heyman," and I'm like, "Okay, well, don't tell me anything, yeah, because I'm not there yet." And then I got home and I watched it and I'm like, I said holy shit before Graves said it. And I'm like, like as soon as it happened, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And then, and then he. And then 12 seconds later, Graves was like, oh, I guess that's my cue. That's, that was my one, the whole thing was good, but it was clearly like, I could just hear Vince in his headset, say holy shit, damn it, say it. Yeah. Graves. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, so, if he would have said it like right after it, would or have when been, the sparks flew, yeah. But he, he waited till everything was done, and then he's like, "Holy shit!" And I'm like, "It was so like," and it was probably because mostly because I was so amped up from it. Like I missed it. I'm like, "Did he just say that?" I had to rewind it and rewatch it because I was like, "Did he really just say what I thought he said?" Yeah, and he did. So cool, <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. The I, it was something different. It wasn't expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't think it means like either one of those guys are going to be, it's going to change their, their path or anything, but it, it just kind of set the tone of like, oh wow, they're, they're doing something a little different and they're mm-hmm. tapping into their resources and their ability to, to do something more. Cause I think in the past that spot would have been, oh, he tackles them through the barricade. Mm-hmm. And when you've or seen that, if, you, if they would have went through the thing, there wouldn't have been like, there would have been like a ploof of smoke. It would have been like Cody's throne spot at Velvet or nothing. It would yeah, have been yeah. a ploof of smoke and been like, is that it? Yeah. Um, and I like how they sold the seriousness of it. And like Graves got down on the stage and they load him into the ambulance. They both go into the ambulance, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, it wasn't what I expected. And that was just, that kind of set off a night of, of just different storytelling that they hadn't really been doing it for um, a while. My other, my only other complaint about it is in typical WWE fashion, they beat the horse to death the rest of the night and into Tuesday. Yeah. Like, you, you just, you can't help yourselves, can you? Well, that's because <laughs> they have three hours of TV to fill up. I, I get it, but still, like, ugh. No, I, I, I totally agree, but that's, that's why. And it's mm-hmm. why they... In the they'll call someone in the ring for a promo, and then they're like, "Let's look at what happened last week." Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why? But it's they're just filling time. I yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, and and like you said, the rest of the show was pretty good too. Uh, you know, the segment I hated the most. What? Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch out there with Mike and Maria. That whole thing was cringe to me, and I was like, "This sucks." Get them off my screen. It was weird. It just it wasn't good. It was weird, but, like, and that's I. I wonder if that's a Paul Heyman thing, where he's like, "We're gonna tell a real life story, and we're gonna get this uh, Mike and Maria thing on the TV and use it as a storyline thing." 
because apparently she really is pregnant. Yes. And apparently they waited until they signed their deal. Like, they signed their deal to, to stay with the company. Like, a week later, they're like, oh, by the way, Maria's pregnant again. She's not going to be on TV. <laughs> hey, man. Give them credit. Hey. They've been, like... Hey, they've been working the system since they got there. Game respects game. They yeah. do the same thing to people all the time. Like, oh, you're hurt? Bad. We'll yeah. see you down the road. Yeah. So, uh, but the, of the three hours, that was a segment where I was like, this sucks. Well, and I just wonder, where, like... <clears throat> <laughs> so, uh, Ryan Satin from Pro Wrestling Sheet tweeted, is like, he had heard a couple weeks ago or something like that, that they were, they were talking about doing some sort of a, uh, cucking angle with, with them, like, a couple weeks ago. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> <sighs> So is this part of that or like yeah that the whole thing was yeah I should have got Becky Lynch to impregnate me and like that whole thing I was just like was what just am that, I watching like yeah that that the rest of the show was just really well done except for that segment yeah um and now I guess next week Andrade and Selena Vega want to wrestle Seth and Becky oh really which makes no sense to me because I uh, Vega hasn't been in a match since she's. Like, since NXT, right? I don't right. remember it. You're going to put her in there with a women's champion, and then Andrade, I love the guy, but yeah. he's, he's not established on a champion's level. Like, why are you just, like, any couple in the company? You're like, let's put them together. Like, R-Truth and Carmella will be wrestling them, uh, you know, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> of all that, the the matches with the uh, the two champions were the were, were the ones where I was like, this, this sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Main event. Yeah. Uh, Talk about your boy. So, yeah, it was... So, I... <laughs> they, they're trying to be creative with this whole no wrestling during the commercial thing. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you think he wins the title in, like, 30 seconds or whatever it was, and I'm like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And then, no, his foot was underneath the ropes, and they come back and they start it, and he ends up losing... And Gallows and Anderson are out there. And boom. AJ. It was very... They did a good job where it, it, it immediately reminded you of when he when they did this the first time with John Cena. The whole beat up John Cena mm-hmm. thing. But it wasn't like... Like, if you know, you know. But if not, then it's still fresh. Kind of. So, um, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I'm like, sweet. Let's Too do sweet. this. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. I, and I'm hoping with a Paul Heyman creative mind behind it, he taps into the, like, these guys are huge. Like, this was the biggest thing in wrestling. You had them here, mm-hmm. and you did nothing with them. Yeah. Let's make them into the, the act that they should be. Mm-hmm. With the best wrestler in the world, mm-hmm. leading a, a group of heels, and Add more people to it. Yeah. Get five or six guys in that group. Give me, don't give me like a New Day stable or Shane McMahon's garbage ass stable. Mm-hmm. Give me like a stable that really just runs roughshod over the company. Mm hmm. I'm uh, like, I'm here for it. Yeah. So, no, I really like that. You know, we didn't touch on, uh, I mean, I'd be happy if it was, I mean, uh, you know, they just went and got like, uh, you know, 
Finn and Nakam like all yeah. the all the Japan guys yeah. that they haven't done squat with. Because Finn hasn't been on he hasn't wrestled a match in almost a month and a half. He on hasn't TV. I don't think he's wrestled since Super Showdown. Yeah. On TV anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, just get all those guys. Yeah, I mean if, if we're gonna have a wild card where they just show up wherever they want yeah, anyway. Exactly. Uh yeah. <laughs> You want to see me get behind something. Like, that would be amazing. Yeah. We'll see if it works, but I digress. Yeah. Uh, one thing we didn't touch on, um, Undertaker showed up for mm-hmm. a Monday Night Raw and cut a promo that wasn't, like, 90 seconds long at the end of a show. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting that. It was, like, nine minutes long, but... Yeah. I, I didn't... I thought... For a lot of the stuff that he's done lately, I thought it was one of his better promos... That being said, I'm really not looking forward still to seeing him in the ring. But what are you gonna do? Hey, it. it I mean, they were in Texas too, so that is, he, the gong still gets a pop. Like, what? Say whatever you want about him. The every every time that gong goes off, people lose their minds. Mm-hmm. So, Owens brought it up on SmackDown. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's a, a thing, and yeah, I, that. Kind of leads us into SmackDown, which kicked off with a, a Kevin Owens show. Dude, I again, I'm hoping with this new regime change and everything, Kevin Owens it looks like he should be the star of, of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He was amazing throughout the show. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he held that whole opening segment together. Mm-hmm. Um, him reading the cue cards of, like, the Undertaker. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Just great stuff. And, and... Before, you know, Dolph comes out and he just, I I mean, he said everything about Dolph Ziggler that I felt Mm -hmm. about that guy for years. Like, it should have been you, and it kind of was eight years ago, but now it's not. Just go away. Like, that's exactly it. We don't need to see you here. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a little, like, I didn't understand why Kevin Owens would team with Dolph Ziggler for a shot at the tag titles when him and Zayn just beat the New Day at the pay-per-view. Right, but who have a shot at the tag t- like that? That doesn't. But last week at the end of whatever match they were, he in, walked he away. walked away from Sammy, and there was no follow up on that either. Yeah. Sammy I, wasn't on at all this. Well, week, and so. then I immediately was like, Sammy Zayn hurt again, and I I tried to see. I didn't see anything about an injury or something. But from a storyline, like you can't. You can't just ignore that they mm-hmm. just won a pay per view match two weeks ago yeah. and beat the team that's are that's somehow got a title shot. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. It... Seth and Becky have both beat Baron Corbin and, and Lacey Evans twice already, and they still get... Like, it's... Sure. That's the stuff they have to clean yeah, up exactly. if, they, if they want to compete with... Or if they if they want to stop people from fleeing to AEW. AEW. Yeah, no, exactly. And, but oh, and then, you know, I, I don't want to jump around, but in the main event, Owens was fantastic. Mm-hmm. He looked really good in the ring again, like he always does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the stuff at the end with, with Ziggler where he just drops him with a stunner and, you know, screaming, this is my show. Mm-hmm. I was I was. it should be your show. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be the guy. It's funny. He uh, I saw something earlier that day where he was talking about how, like, he wants to see what, what he can do on a babyface run. And it looks kind of like they turned him back babyface already. So, we'll see. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm looking for, I hope so. Because I was really enjoying the stuff before, you know, with him in the new day before they turned him back heel. Like I was, I thought it was really good stuff. We've talked about it here on the podcast a bunch of times. 
He's a really good baby face. Well, and he's the sort of guy that can cut a baby face promo where he can run someone down almost mm-hmm. like The Rock. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I mean, that bit, when, when Dolph walked in the ring and he unloaded on him, like, boom. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's exactly, like, you just made him look like an idiot. And mm-hmm. he's a ba- he, Dolph's a heel. He's supposed yeah. to look that way. He, he's he, Here's a guy. He's a guy that when you, when you change him face or heel, whichever way, you don't necessarily have to change much about him. You just change who his targets are. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dictates what, you know. Yep. If you just let him do his thing either way, if he's a heel, you have to do it. You have him cut promos on the baby faces and vice versa, and it's it's going to be gold no matter what. Yep, so. I agree. Yeah, he's a... Um, I've... I really... I've, I think I said it last week. I'm really into the Nikki Cross stuff. Um, I just... Eh. I just really am enjoying it right now, so... Just her, she's and she's doing a really good job with it. Just her, you know, when she Alexa let her host a moment of bliss on SmackDown on Tuesday, and how excited she was and stuff like that, and not wanting to screw it up and everything, and it just she's playing that character really well right yeah. now. Yeah. So we're pretty much already know where it's how it's going to end, but I'm enjoying the ride there so far. So that's fair. I I, I didn't like I didn't think it was bad. But it was like when I watched it, I was just kind of like, okay, this is you know, whatever. Um, I I do like uh, what they're doing. There was a sorry to cut you off. There was a there. I don't know if you saw it. There was an exclusive online after SmackDown. She's she's knocking on the bathroom door because she thinks Alexa's in there and, and no one's coming to the door. And uh, she, you know, she's like, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna come in there. She opens the door and Alexa's not there. So. And then the camera guy is like, hey, can we, you know, ask you, you know, how you feel about, you know, you were out there doing the moment of bliss and you, you ended up losing to Bailey, you know, and, how, you know, how that affects your momentum you had building up and stuff like that. And she goes, oh, uh, you know, she's like, do you know where Alexa is? I'm trying to find Alexa. And, she, and then she's like, I don't know how she does it. Ho- being a host and then being an active competitor. I don't know how she does it. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. I um, I saw. I think it was Sean from Fightful said that like Nikki Cross is what the Bailey mm-hmm. character should have been. I was like, wow, that's a really good point. Um, but I do like what they're doing with Bailey right now. Yeah, where she's kind of this in between where she's like, hey, I'm not doing dirty tactics, but I'm also not here to take anyone's crap anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. and you know, I've been a Bailey like Bailey was. Her and Sasha were the ones I was like, I couldn't wait to see them get to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, so, half of them are still around. And yeah. I, I like what they're doing with Bailey. I, I, I gotta think Sasha Banks is is coming back. Because they, they, her name is. keeps coming up. And I, I wonder if they're is. building Bailey. They're still showing that cricket commercial with her in it all the time. Well, and I think they're building Bailey to face Sasha at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, which... You know, a year ago should have been mm-hmm. a match because they were they were on mm-hmm. such a roll. But and that would be, I mean, that would be, really, you, dude. You give me that, and you tell like you know five years ago or whatever it was, uh, the Brooklyn the match. Brooklyn match that weekend. You tell that story and just I'll be there for it. <laughs> yeah. So and then you could even do Becky and Charlotte and have the four the real four horse woman of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Main event, the two uh, two women's matches. Yeah. Um, 
Samoa Joe and Kofi Kingston killed it. Yeah. They absolutely yeah. killed it with that promo. Yeah. Uh, and I know people were all excited because he gave him the bird, but I thought everything up to that was really mm-hmm. well done. And, yeah. and Kofi hitting him with the bird and the trouble in paradise was like, man. They're... They really are. Like, um, I really like how they are uh, positioning the trouble in paradise. It's just this knockout move. Mm-hmm. Since since this run has started. Yeah, since February. Uh, if he hits it on you in a match, it, it you're done. Or, like on Monday in the tag match, he hit it, and then someone, yeah, you know, Joe got him in, in the clutch and, and, and made him go to sleep. Or, like, you know, he hit it on Joe in that promo on Tuesday, and Joe was out. Yeah. You know, just, I really enjoy that. Because they the don't should, do that no, with their No, that's the way it should be. It, yeah. Like, your finisher should should be protected. Mm-hmm. And, and one of my, like... You know, uh, one of my biggest critiques is when guys just hit their moves mm-hmm. over and over again and yeah. kick out. and that's not just a WWE problem. That's no, it. it's all over. It's it's really, right now, if you think about it, it's him and Kenny Omega. Those are the only two guys that really protect their finishers anymore. Um, right now. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I'm sure I could think of it. Uh, yeah, but I'm just. But for, yeah, I'd say, I'd say for the most part, those two as are. As far the, as top, uh, top guys go and like, you know, on, on big stages, that's. That's really about it. Mm-hmm. And that was my, I mean, when you were like, oh, AJ and Seth had a banger. Mm-hmm. That was my critique. Is like they hit all their moves on each mm-hmm. other, and it was, it, it just loses all meaning. Yeah. Um, maybe Jericho will protect that stupid elbow he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I was, uh, just in general, I thought the, the the two shows this week were better than they've been for a long better. time. I don't exactly. know. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to continue... Um, it sounds like, I, I don't know if you caught Bischoff's podcast this week. I didn't, but I saw the transcript of him saying he's moving to Connecticut. And he's going to be starting after Extreme Rules. Yeah. So, he there's one more SmackDown, and then it's the Eric Bischoff era on SmackDown. Yeah. So, uh, that's, we've got about two weeks, I think, mm-hmm. until... We really get a feel for what exactly is going to yeah. to change. It's it's exciting so far, so good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all hearsay. We don't know, but it sounds like Heyman produced the show with Vince, like sat next to him the whole time, and Heyman had a lot of say in what was happening throughout the week. And it's which is how it should be. Yeah. If he's gonna do it, you gotta let him do it. Yep. Uh, did you hear the report about uh, what Meltzer said about why they didn't give one of the positions to Triple H? No. Uh, basically, is they didn't want to take the chance of it going bad, and then once he becomes the successor, then that be, being a you know a net seen as a negative. Sure. So they're, so they're protecting him, which makes sense. That's fine. Yeah. And like I said, just let let him have NXT. That's going great. Just let him keep doing his thing there, and when the time's right, he'll take over the whole thing. And or, uh, time's right. Or... Well, the time's been right for about five years. But... Yeah, or when when the time requires it to happen because Vince is dead. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, aside from that, we mentioned it earlier. Two days from now, G One starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it'll be interesting to see uh, what the attendance is like. Because Raw was in Dallas on Monday, and then the G1's in the same building on Saturday. So it'll be interesting to see what the, uh, you know, the comparison. The, the last I saw, they were still um, 
uh, having a little trouble selling some tickets in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, but I still think they're going to do just fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, I wasn't like a... That wasn't in like a, uh, well, see, G1's not sold out type. Sure. I, I just, just curi- pure curiosity. Real quick, did you see um, Ring of Honor has pulled like their upper bowl tickets for their show at the Hammerstein? Mm-mm. They can't even sell the upper bowl. Like their their Man. stuff is dropping so bad. Man, I mean, I heard that pay-per-view on Friday. It wasn't that great. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, but this Saturday, real quick, we're not going to do a deep dive or anything like that, but uh, it, it kicks off, and there's three huge matches in my mind. Um, Okada and Tanahashi, I mean, that's that's rock Austin. Yeah. Every time they're in the ring, and I know you're not a big Japanese. You you watch New Japan when it's on Axis, but mm-hmm. you don't seek it out. But, um, you know, this is... <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that's... It's always good when those two mm-hmm. get together, and they've been teaming a lot lately. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a backstory of them just hating each other, but they've come together to fight Bullet they Club. Have a, they have a mutual respect now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call it that. Uh, but then also Kota Ibushi and Kenta, uh, the H- former Hideo Itami. Oh, they're wrestling on that. They're show wrestling too? on that show too. And then Will Osprey is wrestling Lance Archer. There we. Go. I mean, that's what I was waiting for. Just tell me who Osprey. <laughs> I'm really like, dude. I'm real. The the more. I mean, obviously. You know, I've been seeing him for a few years now, and I've been impressed with him. But late, like the last last few times I've seen him, I'm just like, man, he's so good. He he's. And going... then I listened to him on Edge and Christian's podcast last week, and I'm just like, I really like this guy. He's gone from just being a guy who could do flippy shit, quote mm-hmm. unquote, to being a guy who tells a really good story in the ring, and he can do that stuff, mm-hmm. which I think is what they're trying to do with Ricochet. Yeah. In the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, also on that card, uh, Evil and Bad Luck Fale, that could be a hard-hitting match. But uh, Sonata, who I know you've seen mm-hmm. and liked in the past, he's wrestling Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's arguably four matches on Are that. they showing that live on Access, or is it... You know what? I'm not sure. I know... Um... I mean, I probably won't watch it live, but just so I know, i make sure I have my DVR set up so I can watch it at a later date. I know there was a... Um... It's going to be on delay on New Japan World. So maybe. So, maybe. so it might be live on Access. I, I should know that off the top of my head, but uh, I don't. Okay. But uh, Either way, it'll be on there at some point. I, yeah, I know it's delayed for the New Japan. That would make sense. Then that would make sense then. That it would be live. Live on, on, yep. on Access. Which sounds like it's going to be the new home for Impact, too. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that I saw some people tweeting about that about how that's a, a game changer for Impact and all that. Nothing's a game changer for that company. They just, yeah, it, it's just... the same as Seth Rollins. Like, know your place. Just mm-hmm. no. Uh, and speaking of Seth, did you see his tail tucked between his legs? Yeah, uh, apology. Well, you... I saw it, and then here's the weird thing. I saw that, and then that was like Monday or whatever. I don't know. And then I went back and I was like, Osprey was on Edge and Christian last Friday, and he they asked him. He's like, "Yeah, whatever. Like, it's no, no big deal. Like, we're both saying what we're supposed to say. Like, it's not. I didn't take offense to anything he said, and like, so it's not like there was any need to walk it back. Like, that makes it worse. Say what you're gonna say it and stand by it. Like, don't walk it back." Seth Rollins is such a punk. He's like, 
He's I'm gonna talk all big and bad, and then he got a little criticism, and and he's oh I'm sorry that that doesn't align with my values. Like you hipster, go back to your coffee shop then. Yeah, if that's like. If you're going to talk trash, talk trash. Like, exactly. You don't see Becky like, oh, I'm sorry I insulted Rhonda's husband. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. Otherwise, delete your Twitter account. Exactly. Uh, I, I was. She's got to be disappointed in him. I would, I would hope so. <laughs> I, I would hope that they go home and she's like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, Call off the tag match, I'm done. I, I really am the man in this relationship, aren't I? It's like, it, it, it's just, it was, it was... Oh my god! I, when I read it, I was just like, "You, you wuss!" Yeah. So now someone else has to step up and be the actual voice of the company mm-hmm. and, and flex on people. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it's gonna be, but no one. Because I mean, because if R- Roman does it, like that's not gonna end well for him, <laughs> right? Because everyone hates him already. Uh and like that's not in a- like it's not in AJ's personality. Uh and Dana Bryan's not going to do Dana Bryan's not going to do The two it. guys I thought were, like, Joe, because Joe can trash talk with anyone, and Kevin Owens. But neither one of them are in that position where, like, it would be taken... Not not saying it wouldn't be taken seriously, but, you know, like, they shouldn't be the ones. Again, it's, it's like, uh, Andre Iguodala, like, out there puffing his chest out for the Warriors, uh, Rather than, you know, KD or Steph Curry or whatever. Sure. So. I I mean, there's a part of me that would love to see, like, a Kevin Owens or, like, Adam Cole <laughs> going after the Young Bucks on Twitter. Yeah. Like a Mount Rushmore feud mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I saw that Seth Rollins. Yeah, what like are they going to do when a dead guy starts tweeting them and trolling them? <laughs> They got no answer for that. <laughs> yeah. How, how do you beat a dead guy? You can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shane McMahon's going through right now. <laughs> so no, it was it was um, man. It, it just it's been a really fun week for wrestling, yeah. um, and and hopefully it continues. Yeah. G one and Extreme Rules in the next what ten days or whatever. Yeah. So. And fight for the fallen. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, gonna be an interesting like these next. Eight weeks or whatever until SummerSlam should be should be a fun ride. I'm looking right, forward to it. There's there's just too much going on for it not to be. So. Yeah. Uh, anything uh, with Raw, you know, with Heyman, anything you're expecting, uh, or you, you, any changes you're hoping to see next week? No, because this Monday told me not to just throw my expectations out the window because I I don't know, so I'm not. I'm just gonna react accordingly. When it happened, like that's the way it should be. That's, yeah, like you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to predict it. So. Right, because if you if you spend all your time, well, I want they should do this, and I want them to do this, and then it doesn't happen, and you're predis like, well, they didn't do that, so I'm angry. No matter what, whether what they did was better or not. Yeah. So. Well, all right, man. Well, uh, happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. Hope everyone has a safe July Fourth. Don't blow any appendages off. What? That's a re- like we don't need a Jason P.R. Paul situation in our in our listenership. Eh. <laughs> so Matt wants you to blow your fingers off. I want you to be safe. Do with that what you will. That's kind of our dynamic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you then.